Let's do it. All right, here we go. Three, two, and... Project You, the podcast. Nathan Jake. Wait, I need to know the context of this. Grace Gardner. Why don't you get the computer voice to do it? Nick Kelly. This was my plan all along. Get down. Episode 51 is in session. Nick Kelly's here. Nathan Jake is here. Grace Gardner's here. Apparently Mitchell Coombs is here. Don't know why. <laughs> Hi, Mitchell Coo. Hey, fam. What's going on? Why am I here? <laughs> Not my cup of tea, co-host or anchor, um, has joined us because, Nathan, you were on Not My Cup of Tea last week, right? I was. And now we just thought we'd do a crossover we episode. love to cross over. It's like what kind when of songs do you want to hear on the show? Yeah. I Mitchell. love collabs. Awesome. Look, the reason that I had Nathan on our podcast last week was because you didn't mention Miley Cyrus' new album once the week it came out. So ideally, if you could make up for that, you know, you can make amends. Okay. Uh, I've got something in mind. No oh. I'll have it go on record that this one's better than Malibu. Just it's saying. so much better than Malibu. <laughs> Oh, they're both I up agree. There. Anyway, we're getting off track. Mitchell, you can go back and record your show All now. All right, cool. Yeah, we're about to <laughs> we start. Don't want Thanks. Anymore. Cool. Toodles. You were good for bands. Bye. Bye. We love Bye. you. Twitter decides. Every week you guys decide the first song of the podcast with a Twitter poll at ProjectU.TV. This week, though, there was only one song we could play, so I refused to post the Twitter poll. That song... Better, better, I need you feeling better. I almost have like no words for this. It's just the nicest three and a half minutes of audio on the internet. She's just such an angel. She's very nice. I like the album art too. I know, it's two cows. <laughs> and that's it. That's <laughs> all it needs. Snuggling up to each other. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this kicks off a second EP from All Right that's going to be out at the start of 2018. And, and it's it's very different to the other stuff. The other stuff is very electronically driven, but this has like actual instruments in it, but also some of the nicest pop melodies she's ever done. It's very surprising from her. Yeah. A different vibe. Hmm. Do you like it? As, an, as a common instrument despiser. Like this direction, you're you're doing your thing when you don't want to offend. Oh, I don't, I don't dislike it, but I'm not, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you are doing your thing, or you don't? I don't, I, I don't like actively dislike any element of it. <laughs> <laughs> Me, on the other hand, as I, I often do. <laughs> yeah, fair. This is the best. This chorus is incredible. Imagine this is like a full symphony orchestra. Oh, and Zara Larson. No. <laughs> Clean Bandit. The woman that looks like the Matrix. <laughs> the one that plays the cello with the cape. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a Harry Styles Sign of the Time style video of just like a lot of sweeping shots of beautiful landscapes and the like. Someone with a Morat mask on, like, being dragged around the countryside by a helicopter. <laughs> with a frightening bright white Morat mask. <laughs> Can we get Morat masks? That would be amazing. Yes! yes. Morat, better. It's 100% the most exciting song of this week, gang. Project You. The podcast. Shot Watch. So, the Pink Album's out and made a mess of our charts mm. in this country. <laughs> 
She's a legend. <laughs> I, I've got to say, this song that's managed to make itself... Um, and, and normally we just play little grabs of the songs in the chart watch, but I actually wanted to play the majority of this track no, with Eminem. No, no. Did you? It's so bad. Really? Like Leo in the Revenant, Abel in the Bible bit, Revenge is sweet. Really, really. Living legend. I know that it won't fix a thing. Song like this that I can sing for you. I'm daydreaming. What'd you say? Queen of singing. <laughs> <laughs> Invented the sung word. <laughs> What's wrong with it, Grace? I hate this song. Why? The chorus is like, revenge, revenge. Look, I'm singing it better. Revenge, 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 revenge. All right, let her do it. We could do revenge, 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 revenge. Together, 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 together. It's a, it has a throwback feel. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching Mitchell Coombs try and set up his iPhone as a camera on a soda stream. <laughs> it's not going well. Living legend. <laughs> um, this song's really cool. We're going to get further into that uh, album later on in the show, but um, I want to play another really cool song that's making a very quick chart impact from Peking Duck. Uh, new single with Icona Pop. It's called Let You Down, the first song that Adam's surprised. ever sung on. It's amazing. Baby, don't overestimate me. You've seen the best of me, babe, and you don't know it. What were you surprised about that I kind of pop her on it? Yeah, I had no idea, especially because they, I heard them play this song a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did this with... Um, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Remember they did the elephant feature? Yeah. And they're on the same management, I'm 92% sure. Yes. So yeah. Well done, guys. <laughs> um, Adam sounds great on this, and it's really cool to see him doing something a little bit different with the whole singing thing. It's really cool to see it instantly have a big impact on the charts. Mm. He sounds like Chris Martin. Oh my god, he actually kind of does. <laughs> Bop. Very, very them. <laughs> Exceptionally them. Um, I did see a few comments the other day referring to it as almost like an Australian version of Closer by the Chainsmokers. What do we think about those comments? I think that that's someone who's turned the radio on once in the past two years. It's it's called EDM. <laughs> it's a genre. El- that stands for electronic dance music, <laughs> to what? confirm. What? Oh, it's got it's got synths and a, a woman in it. That sounds like closer. The chain smokers. <laughs> it's the chain smokers. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Good song. So this, that's currently number 15 in the charts, if I remember correctly from checking about 10 minutes ago. It is. The well, charts I'm- are pretty much stagnant from last week, apart from Pink popping her head in at four with Revenge. And um, Cam- Camilla Cabello, who I still can't get the name right, is still Camilla number two Cabello. and still just shy of number one. Yeah, Ed's writing the um, broken promo. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all green updates. <laughs> All today. From, Everyone's from like, oh, bloody Ed Sheeran broke his arm. Uh, Lo- Better buy his song. Logan Paul is number 40. That's um, horrific to learn. Uh, in Excess, a number 45 off the back of that show. 
Um, terrible song from Esso off of Bliss and Esso is in the top 50 already. It has <laughs> Aster on it, which is its only redeeming feature. Um, otherwise, it's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Amy Shark's acoustic version of Adore is number 60. Nathan, you'll be pleased to know. Jason Derulo's If I'm Lucky is at number 66. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Hit number one where it belongs to be. Project You. The podcast. But this next song is actually already in the top 80, and I'm sort of surprised about that. Yo, I'm shook. I'm shook. Shocking songs. I am also really shocked. I didn't see this until now. So it's a new single from US Teen Daya. <laughs> US Teen. How old is she now? She was an infant when she started. She's 18 now. I reckon 17. Oh, you just said it. I She's 18 now. <laughs> Congrats on not much because you can't drink in America. <laughs> That doesn't matter, mate. You pressuring people. No, to I know, but usually 18's a milestone. Drink responsibly. Because you kids. can drink and you responsibly, can, and you can buy lottery tickets. Oh, I yeah. won thirteen dollars in Powerball last week. Now Nathan's uh, oh doing God. a number of faces. Well, I just googled Daya, and in the people also ask section, we have who wrote the song "Sit Still Look Pretty." Understandable. Then who is Zara Larson from? <laughs> 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 then, what is Alessia Cara's race? What is Halsey's ethnicity? What race is BB? <laughs> what is the net worth of Alessia Cara? <laughs> Are you telling me people who Google they are Google those things? <laughs> Can you give me the um the answer on the net worth of Alessia Cara? Four million. <laughs> the streaming dollar. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Um What do you reckon about this? Um, this song I like. It's I wasn't even listening. I was just looking. Yeah, I got distracted. But yeah, New Day, a single, more EDM, which I assume is an extremely deliberate act designed to ride the... the do you chain think Smokers and Halsey the, uh, vibe? I was going to no, say. No, the Chainsmokers and... Smokers. Chainsmokers! Chainsmokers <laughs> and Day Out vibe. The Chainsmokers! I was truly shook to my core when I saw the streaming info on that song. 900 million on Spotify alone. Jesus. That's many. I mean, it's no Despacito, but... um. <laughs> like, I was like, whoa. And, like, they won a Grammy for that. So I can see why now that Interscope has Daya, they want to launch her as the EDM girl. I can see that. Yeah, and that does make sense. It's produced by Stargate, who... Mm. Uh, pop music. Did the one Waterfall. They oh. can recreate any sound you could ever possibly want. And, um... They can also create... And it's pretty good. I like it. They can also create <laughs> amazing t- moments in pop music history. I heard this on the radio the other day and I was like, why are we still doing this? Was it 10.30pm on a Sunday night? Oh. You know, <laughs> it's an if, um, if Stargate can recreate any sound, you'd almost say they're Australia's... Wait, well, music's answer to the lyrebird. <laughs> you are ridiculous. <laughs> Popular Australian bird on the 10 cent coin. Project You, the podcast. I bloody love this song from the band. Same. They played this at their show the other week. Which, by the way, was still yet again one of the best shows of the year. I don't know why I don't go to them. I regret it every year. (laughs) I go to their stupidly regular shows every year and I fucking love them. So they have a new single out called Personal. It features Maggie Lindemann. Uh, po- possibly problematic woman. 
Woman behind pretty girls. Woman behind the picture of the person that catfished me on Tinder. <laughs> I hate that that's the story. Girl, don't take it personal. Brad's voice is just one of the best voices in pop music. He's just so good. I love the band. I know. They're the best fucking band. Can I just say, and I didn't really make much light of this when the show was on, but I think I can now that they're out of the country, there was no one at that show, and that show should have been packed. It was... It was empty. And they it hadn't been had packed. a hit. They'd only had a streaming hit, right? That's the problem. Because All Night had no radio, but hundreds of millions on Spotify or something. Like and that. I think it, it did get into the top forty on iTunes for a very brief period, but that didn't that didn't get him any radio. I play. think it was quite consistently charting on Spotify um, and on Ash London Live. Interesting. Yeah, she really played it a lot. And Thank I lived you. Every time. Once again, Ash. By the way, can we just do a quick happy birthday to Ash London, London Live? Are we going to sing? One HB. year. A bloody bangers on the radio happy for music loving kids. To you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Ms. Ash London. It's not Honestly, her birthday, it's the show's birthday. Having, <laughs> having Grace not physically in the studio with us is making for some incredible moments. Because <laughs> we just go, what is she doing? And we have to pull up her we just Facebook let, let it happen. <laughs> And by the time we want to get her out of that, it's like five seconds into what she's try- attempting to do <laughs> down the line. And we, we can't move her on. Project U, the podcast. This is a guy named Sakima. It is. <laughs> now, you've just been across, you've just gotten across Sakima's brilliance. Just found him in like the last week. Um, with his song, I want to say is called DTF. <laughs> yeah. Um, amazing aesthetic, if that attracts anyone already. If you're on your phone, type in Sakima or tap in Sakima. Uh, S-A-K-I-M-A. So the current song that I'm fully obsessed with is this one. It's called What I Know Now. And it came out earlier this year. Yeah. I just love this chorus. Yeah, this is cool. So he's got a new EP out. It's called Ricky. It came out on Friday. Um, it was called DFT, not DT. <laughs> Thanks for the correction. Um, to give you a sense of his style of music and the lyrics, this is the tracklist. Your body, which is like a text. He's a wonderland. Writing. We're currently playing Snow Angels. Next one is Polari, Polari, then DFT, then Basket, and then there's a song called Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't worked out, Sakima's gay. Very. It's a very interesting vocal and I like it. I just realised I've got a press release from ages ago when the facsimile EP came out. And, um, Which is also brilliant. There's this really great line that says, in terms of my mission of normalising gay narratives within pop music, I'm only just getting started. So when the fa- with the facsimile EP, he's blonde. Um, the new EP, he's dark hair wow. and much more dramatic. Um, I can see definite changes in the aesthetic. Um, he's got a bit of the Ariana Grande syndrome in that he doesn't enunciate, 
but it's also I enjoy the chill vocal over these songs, so yep. it's fine. <laughs> Project Youth, the podcast. Song Resus. It's so, back. It's back because we just th- th- we've had a few songs that have popped up in our lives the last few days. We've been like, "Fuck, that was a good song," and so we just felt like we should do a full segment of resuses. So we've resussed resus. Yeah, we really have. Oh, yeah, double resus. Now <laughs> the first one is one that Nathan brought to the table. Um, I would dare say one of One Direction's best songs. I've ever. been listening to a lot. Of classic One Direction. I'm actually going to do a post on it this week. <laughs> yes, it's a good idea. So this was a song that got One Direction a little bit of flack because everyone said, oh, they're trying to copy the 1975. But you look back on it and you go, this was phenomenal. But why wouldn't you copy the 1975? Exactly. This is Change Your Ticket from One Day. It's off the four album. It is. Look, there's just so many songs in their discography that if they were normal bands that weren't in such tight release schedules every year would have been singles and would be, like, absolute staples of, like, adult contemporary radio. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is from, as far as I'm aware, One Direction's last album. I don't count the famous one as existing. I agree. (laughs) Which one was Steal My Girl on? The one before. Or this or this one couldn't that was a great one that was the best one this was Ed Druitt wasn't it um no not one of the names I saw when I was briefly on the page that is the iconic lead vocal of Liam Payne. Brilliant. I'm telling you, he's great. This was Julian Bonetta. Yes. Always great. It's amazing that now they've all done their solo work, I can actually distinguish all their voices. I was able to I do still it at can't. the time. I was never able to do it. Um, and also, going back to your point about adult contemporary radio before, it's amazing that Niall... And Harry both have songs on AC radio here well, in Australia. Niles is dominating. It, yeah. Slow Hands is like one of the biggest songs this year on... Um, it's probably one of the best pop songs of the year too. Yeah. Triple M regionally. Fucking frothing. That's great. Intercepting. One more chorus. I love the YouTube comments. Um, kind of sounds like girls by the 1970s. <laughs> and one says, Louis Tomlinson's solos give me breathing problems. <laughs> they give me hearing problems. <laughs> now, this next uh, song, Resus, that we're going to do, actually, there's a, there's a big reason behind it, because the song we're going to play after, I'm just chucking in there, um, is by the lead singer, and it's a brand new song. And it was serviced to me by the drummer of this band, who is now a publicist, because the music industry is so incestual, it just, it just, that's how it works. This is Alpha Beat. Fascination! I, I miss Alpha not know Beat. This song. I don't have any clue or any connection to them whatsoever. While Nick, every three months, <laughs> have we not already resussed that they're one of the greatest songs, bands of all time, or they have one of the best pop songs of all this time. This is one of the best pop songs of all time. You've absolutely resussed them on here before. I have. Definitely. But hey, we're 51 episodes deep now, guys. Sometimes things are going to come back around again. Ideas get revolved. 
Yeah, we're still to Resus Wow by Kylie Minogue. This era of music video is pop. It just screams pop. We live on fascination. What year was this? This was 07, I want to say. 06, 07. Might have even been earlier. This was one of the first songs that made me realise I like pop music and made me go into that weird existential crisis of not understanding why people didn't like pop music. 07. 07, what a beautiful year. It was in pop history. Pre-Lady Gaga, so we didn't know what we were doing and weren't using electronic <laughs> instruments yet. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Project U, the podcast. So the lead singer of this band is now an artist in her own right. Um, she's actually had a number one in Denmark before and Iconic. a number two as well. Her name's Steen Bramson. Have you ever heard a more Scandinavian name in your entire life? Um, Nathan, if you could bring up the song, it's on the front page of ProjectU.tv right now. Oh. Thank God that I got you When it's all too much I can't take it in All the lack of love Thank God that I got you The production on this song that comes in later is just impeccable. Yeah. (laughs) It's so scandy. When I see my scream I see people screaming Like a knife into my those synth stabs are so Tove Sterk memories. How can mm. I ignore how Still the steer. So good. I don't know what it is about that snare, but it is just. So tight, so pop. I hope, I hope she's a gay icon in in Denmark. I really hope, eh? Because she looks it. I hope she's there, Ricky Lee. Her main photo on Google, she's doing this. Nathan's doing a sort of two finger salute. um, It's the two fingers over the eyes with the hand on your face, like a bit of an Adam Lambert moment. (laughs) Oh, is that like the disco fingers where you like? Look, you probably would They're like know the, the vogue, voguing sure. thing, like diva fingers. I don't know. Project You, the podcast. This is a brand new Saatchi with Mick Jenkins called Low Key. Whenever you want it, let's keep it low key. Yes. What a tune. That's my favourite kind of drop. What a bop. When they played this at Groove in the Moo, they did it with the best set of Groove in the Moo. Um, they were both in all white. Of course um, they were. With a bright, like, icy blue lighting drop thing. And when the drop happens, they just go nuts. It's so good. Oh, God. When you Google Sachi, you just get an anime character. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. No, you're, t- so you're spelling them wrong. I, Once I again, anime is ruining everything. No, I was not in this case oh, spelling okay. them wrong. Okay. Oh, their pre-blonde era is interesting. Oh, I haven't seen this. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. I don't know their blonde era. Well... This image I'm currently seeing, I remember seeing on the Project U website. Oh, is that with the blue background? Let's yeah. keep it low key. I can't... Th- I'm not even getting any of their, their blonde photos. You know Sorry, why Nathan is doing this? Because in an off-air moment, a, a second ago, he goes, Oh, Nick, he's hot. He's beautiful. Yeah, that's Nick Crisp. Shouts to Nick Crisp. Guys, I can't move on yet. I need to go to their Instagram. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
I'll let Mick Jenkins rap while you do that. I've never heard of Mick Jenkins, but apparently he's a big deal. Yeah, I saw one tweet that was like, I never thought I'd see Mick Jenkins on a Saatchi song. I was like, okay, firstly, I don't know who that is, but all right. Yeah, on you. Saatchi and Thompson's Ride remains one of the great songs of our time, by the way. Oh, God. I've been listening to it this week still. Like, it's just so good. Ride, ride, ride. Alright, I'm ready to move on now. <laughs> Project U, the podcast. I was busy thinking about. Nathan has created what? his own opener by just playing "Boys" by Charlie X. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> Here's Nathan's quick roundup of songs by cute boys. So the first one is by boy band Citizen Four, who I talk about often. One of them left, didn't they? Yes. Citizen 3. The most famous one left. Right. Josh Levi. He had by far the most Instagram followers and I think was on the X Factor or something beforehand. It okay. already had a fan base of some kind. So I don't know why he was there in the first place. But he's now been replaced by someone who seems horribly obnoxious. <laughs> good. That'll be a good boy band then. So they've got a new song. It's called My Name Say It. And it has a very interesting chorus, which you will find. The truth mean proof, baby. How good's an original melody and original lyrics? I'm just really annoyed. It's lazy. It is really, really lazy. The only good uh, thing like this that's been done recently is Five After Midnight's Up In Here, which samples God Go Make Me Lose My Mind Up In Here. Up In Here. Because Amani K wrote and produced it, and it sounds amazing. Uh, of course it would if he did it. Yeah. But this, that's just a straight shitty rip. What I like about this song is, I mean, the verses are different, but like, whatever. But what I like about it is that they've given uh, Austin more more singing. And Austin is my favourite. And that's because he's gay. <laughs> play boys again! Play boys again! I was busy thinking about boys. We're back. So... Um, I think he won the X Factor in the UK. His name is Matt Terry. Mm-hmm. Simon Cow tried to launch him with a song in Spanish because he was trying to ride the Despacito wave. That's right. Was that Sabine Miller Radio with Enrique Iglesias? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst song ever. Back now. With a proper song. It's called Sucker For You and it's by far my favourite song of the week. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, my God. So all the things that you do makes me a sucker for you. bloody great. What I love about it is that it's an an Ollie Murs song. (laughs) (laughs) This was so psycho sitting in a room going, fuck, Ollie's rejected that song. Who do we give it to? Matt Terry. (laughs) Everything is in here. (laughs) Hooks everywhere. It starts off with one of those vocal things. I'm like, so transparent, but I love it anyway. Exactly. We love a click. Yeah, we love it. I was shocked to find that Matt Terry is apparently not a hom. Though I swear I saw tweets one time that was like, Matt Terry's in heaven. As in, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) You have to come to heaven one time. It's your kind of I will. It's pop belters all night. It's so good. They don't exist in this country. Pop belters and twinks all night. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess people don't really like Matt Terry. I don't know why, because I'm not British. but (laughs) Maybe because he has a dumb name. 
And that's Nathan's new segment called Boys. <laughs> Project U. The podcast. Just before we get into um, this this segment from Nathan, I just wanted to um, do an impromptu. What's this? Hello, it's me, everybody. I am eating salmon. Give it up, everybody, for La- uh, Zara Larson. Um, I just wanted to play some audio of this. <gasps> My favorite. Ah! Hippopotamus. Archaeologists confirm the bones of an ancient hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. <laughs> hippopotamus. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I love hippopotamus. I'll never be able to say hippopotamus now. Hippopotamus. And look, I who's to say she was wrong? Exactly. I, I just don't know the context of that. Like why is she reading in eighteen fifty one an archaeologist? Yeah. I think they were testing her that. English. Yeah. Oh my god, that's, but why that's would you? interesting. Well, is it that, or I have a feeling it's like a radio session in Leeds wanting them, wanting her to do some kind of local content. I don't know. I'm just making suggestions up. Maybe there's just one radio station that just ma- makes foreign artists test their English like we make every fucking foreign artist taste Vegemite. <laughs> and Tim Tams. <laughs> Smallsy's fucking budget every year for Tim Tams must go into the millions. Album alert. Album alert. Album alert. So we touched on this earlier, but the pink album's out. It sure is, and though there has not been any competition, I think it's one of the best pop albums of the year. Mm, yeah. Um, have you seen the credits on this album? No, I actually haven't really looked. Um, Jack Antonoff, Max Martin, Shellback, Steve Mack, Greg Kirsten, Matman and Robin. <laughs> like, is that not the perfect... <laughs> Tobias Jesso Jr. Bunch of people. The Struts, whoever that is. Roger Davies, whoever that is. So, uh, oh. not a single chick. Julia Michaels. Love it. Julia Michaels. She's the nom. <sighs> so, look, I don't know where to start. So, I think Instant Standout is Where We Go, which is produced by Greg Kirsten. Uh, who do we know Greg Kirsten from? Well, he is the guy mostly behind Sia, uh, like Adele's Hello, a lot of other songs, Lily Allen. Which Lots one? Of stuff. Yeah. All classic Lily Allen. Yeah. Exclusively oh. Greg Kirsten. Yep. I think Sia and Adele would be the most pre- yeah. predominant he's things he does He's one of now. the biggest producers in the world right now. He won the Grammy in the last couple of years. And he's um, phenomenally, re- phenomenally reclusive. It's like, after you've co-written Hello, you don't need to work again. <laughs> exactly. And yet here he is. <laughs> It just has a, a really solid, solid uh, chorus. I'll see you guys at the beautiful Trauma World Tour four nights only at Kudos Bank Arena. Uh, short aside, he produced every song on Sia's Every Day is Christmas, which I'm excited <gasps> for. We've got a press release <laughs> about that today! That's going to be great. So excited. Um, yeah, this one, this song's a bop. The other ones, I'm a bit meh. In Jack Antonoff scenes, <laughs> he's doing some different stuff. This one, which you may need to turn up, <laughs> is Better Life. Oh, 
songs on here are just just nice. They're not mm. not as big as he usually is. So he's just done Better Life and Beautiful Trauma, which is whatever. Put your Joanne hat on. I've already seen the bottom, so there's nothing Mine's soaked to in my head. <laughs> Put your cowboy boots on. This one's cool. This is I Am Here. dance conference when I was like 16 and there were a bunch of different dance schools um, from various states in America and I was talking to a girl from Texas and she was genuinely shocked to learn that Australians don't wear cowboy boots she was like y'all don't wear cowboy boots and I was like no Grace chats y'all don't wear cowboy boots down there down under we're like, no, we wear What thongs, do y'all wear mate? on y'all down there feeders? <laughs> feeders. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. But it can't be a Project You podcast episode without me doing an accent. <laughs> Simply You're can't. So, you're so right. Good tune. But what's the standout on the record, do you reckon, that isn't one of it's, the ones you've it's, played? It's terribly difficult. It's weird. There are no standout, oh, that's the list of singles. She could... She could just like, kind of do whatever she wants because a lot of them can work as singles. Like Secrets um, is another one, which is Max Martin, Shellback, and my man Oscar Holter. When I heard that Pink was coming back, there was this part of me that didn't think she could maintain relevance in a younger space anymore. You know, no. after, after doing that suicidal country album with City and Colour, no one recalled that happening. After, <laughs> I forgot yeah, until just now. Good point. It was quite low key. But also, you know, after Just Like Fire, as great as that was, it was very 35 year old woman movie soundtrack and it just felt like you know she was going to go really for that older demo but then there are a few songs on this album that you go okay she's actually still trying new shit and that's why she's good good on you pink like working with matt man and robin like the people who work with Hmm. like Haley steinfeld and stuff it's like maybe it's as simple as that really interesting some of these some of these you know career artists maybe it's as simple as just going yeah who's really good at like new sounds right Someone now. Someone tell Kelly Clarks <laughs> <laughs> that the world exists outside of Greg Kirsten. Please. <laughs> All right, good podcast, kids. Uh, catch you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Project U, the podcast.